What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. What's up, Rams fans? Welcome back to Rams Showcase. Tonight, some contract decisions could be coming. Plus, can the Rams get back to the big game? And later, the 2021 NFL season is here. We preview Bears at Rams next on Rams Showcase. Welcome to Rams Showcase on Sports War Radio. What's going on, Rams fans? And welcome back to Rams Showcase right here on Sports War Radio. I'm your host, Joe Branham, which can and should call me Sheriff Joe Bags. I am laying down the law for you guys tonight. We did it, guys. We made it. We made it all the way through the offseason. We made it all the way through preseason. And now we are here for the regular season. So we got your game preview. The Chicago Bears coming to L.A. to take on our L.A. Rams this Sunday. Sunday Night Football under the lights. SoFi Stadium. It is going to be amazing. Cannot wait for it. We do have some stuff to get into. Before we talk about the, the game itself, though, we will have a special guest for you guys as well. Rishi Barron will be joining us tonight to talk about uh, some Rams Bears action. He is a Bears fan, so be gentle with him, guys. But we'll get some good conversation for Shurzies. All right. We have a, kind of a lot to get into tonight. There's a good amount of stuff, especially on the game preview aspect. So let's go ahead and hop in. First things first, though, I told you guys last week we we did an uh, announcement give or a, a giveaway announcement last week, and uh, we're here to select the winner, guys. All right, so Shaw's Custom stepping in again for a sweet giveaway, and I think we're gonna do uh, we're gonna keep doing the giveaways for sure. Uh, Josh actually he he doesn't know when I do these. I just kind of. <laughs> I just kind of send him a name and an address like, hey, this guy won. Send him stuff. Or girl. I don't. No girls have won yet. That's why I say guy. I'm not trying to be a jerk here. But let's go ahead and get our winner. I've got the, the cards here in my, my new bucket hat. I got this one. I think I got it right before the Broncos game. But we got the names in here. And we'll go ahead and get a prize pack sent out to the winner of this one. We're going to mix them up here. I'm not going to look, I promise. I'm not trying to be uh, be biased here, shake them around and stuff. But let's go ahead and grab a winner here. I'm making direct eye contact with you guys so you guys know that I'm not playing around here. Play no games. All right, let's see who this winner is going to be. We'll go with, I'm feeling this one here, this one here. All right, let's see who it is. John Perry, you are the winner, man. Uh, congratulations. Go ahead and all I need from you now because you have won. You are the master. And your your winnings is your winning card's gonna go right over here next to the other winning cards. We're gonna do a big giveaway at the end of the season. But what I need from you, John, I need you to just send me your uh, address and uh you need to do that by we'll say by kickoff, because uh we got the Sunday night game, so we'll say by kickoff uh for the Rams game, Sunday night football, that's five twenty LA time, six twenty Joe time, Joe Standard time. But uh, make sure you send that to me, and then we'll get you that prize pack sent out. I will forward your information over to Shaw's Customs. Oh, wait, I forgot. Shaw's Customs. And we'll get that sent out to you as soon as we can, man, for sure. That's awesome. Uh, so, yeah, congrats on the win. We're, uh, You know what? We're, I'm going to go ahead and keep it going. I don't care what Josh says. I wasn't planning on announcing a new one. <laughs> but I'm just gonna, we're just going to go ahead and do it, guys. We're going to go ahead and do it. Let's see. You know, uh, all you need to give me for this one, uh, just because we're we're going into week one, we're going into the regular season, there are no wrong answers, okay? But all I need from you guys is just give me who you think is going to score the first touchdown for the Rams for the 2021 season. This starts on Sunday. I'm so, so excited, guys. I don't know if it's just like leaking out of me. I'm over the top about it. Work has been... Way more difficult this week. I'm just thinking about the game. I got my Matthew Stafford jersey. I, I know it's out of frame. You guys can't see it, but I'm pointing to it. I got my Stafford jersey right here, the white one, the modern throwback. 
It's just sit, sitting there taunting me. I'm ready to rock it. And uh, we will be doing live as well. We'll go live on the YouTube channel before the game as I drive to uh, the, the Ram Cave, as we call it out here in Colorado Springs. I'll be on my way there, and I will hop on the live. We'll just talk about the game. It's just, uh, you know, a little, it's a lot less formal, uh, a lot less... I guess preparation, we just kind of like spitball it and kind of go. You guys can ask questions, stuff like that. And uh, it, it's a good time. And sometimes we do giveaways on that as well. So if you guys are into the giveaways and like getting some free stuff, then tune in there as well. But for this one, like I said, I just need who is going to score the first Rams touchdown of the season. There are no wrong answers. All I need is your pick, honestly. That's all I need from you guys. Uh, but by uh, by answering, you are giving me permission to, to use your name and or photos. And then, of course, you guys do need to get that in. Uh, you need to see it so that you can get that response to me. Like John has until Sunday uh, by kickoff to get me his information, and then we'll we'll establish a deadline as well. Uh, it's usually about Sunday evening is is usually the deadline, so that's why I'm saying kickoff for this one. Usually, I put it about nine o'clock, so because I'm usually asleep, but they're time stamped. But it's a, so that's all good. And then uh, also, uh, I I do make all these rules. Okay, Ram Showcase. Makes all these rules, and all decisions made by Ram Showcase are final, and I am allowed to change the rules at any time, all right? But those are really, that's, that's really it. Is You just answer on the regular, on the full episode on YouTube, answer there, and then by answering, you are giving me permission to, uh, to broadcast your name and information. So that is that. Let's go ahead and hop into our material here. We'll go ahead and start with some rumors, all right? So I, I saw, you know, a couple of different things about some rumors of, of contracts that the Rams could be reworking even this week. You know, I, I didn't see any news today. Hopefully nothing happens while I record because that's always super unfortunate when that happens. But I have been seeing some names of potential reworked contracts here. So, uh, you know, the, the big one here, the big name one is, uh, you know, there's rumors saying that the LA Rams could restructure but realistically, it would be more of a renegotiation for the contract for newly acquired quarterback Matthew Stafford. So he he does have two more years on his contract. There is a $20 million cap hit this year and a $23 million cap hit next year. And the Rams are kind of getting out of, it's going to take a couple of years still, but we are kind of getting out of that salary cap hell that we hit. Like we're still paying, I think I wrote it down here, uh, $40 million in dead cap this season. $40 million in dead cap. You know what kind of player you can get for $40 million? A pretty good one, all right? Or like a couple of good ones, honestly. I mean, that, that's that's top top notch there. You can you can bring in Mahomes for that kind of money. You know what I'm talking about? So uh, obviously the, the dead cap is a major issue right now. And the way that the Rams have been structuring contracts, it will take a couple of years to get completely out of that. But what we've seen and what we've, we've known just because of these last few years is that the Rams do have the abilities to to work around those numbers and still bring in talent and retain talent, no matter what those uh, salary cap numbers look like. But Stafford clearly wants to be here. His current current deal is up in two years, like I said. Let's make a deal. Sneed could have an enticing deal up his sleeves that would that he could sell to Stafford to bring in some higher dollar teammates. Something that Stafford really hasn't seen a whole lot, of course. He has seen, you know, Calvin Johnson. He has had some some decent players out in Detroit. I don't want to like just super bash the Lions or anything like that. It's not what we're about here. But you know, the the fact is, is there's there's more talent on this team today than Matthew Stafford's ever seen on a single team. And I, I think that that's that's where a lot of the I think the the media stuff is coming from. Where you know, even like Colin Coward's coming out, and he's like, no, Matthew Stafford's not the savior of the Rams because. He's only done this and that, like, but it's a completely different situation. It's apples and oranges, honestly. The LA Rams and Detroit Lions are apples and oranges. You cannot compare the two. They are two completely different things. Two completely different ways the organizations are run. Two completely different mindsets on bringing in free agents. It's all completely different. It's not comparable. Everything that Matthew Stafford did for Detroit, it's kind of not relevant to what he's going to potentially do for the LA Rams. And that's why I'm excited about it because we know that he's a talented quarterback. We know that he's more talented than Jared Goff by how much I don't know. And I'm not here to say to you that Matthew Stafford is just this, this savior that, you know, he comes in and we're automatically it's because Stafford's here. We are Super Bowl favorites. This is, I mean, the NFC is a tough conference. Anyway, the NFC West is a tough division anyway. And I think that he just, if he can just limit some of the mistakes that Jared Goff had, 
we had all those mistakes with Jared Goff, the fumbles, the interceptions, the 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 inability to read the defense, and, and he's throwing these bad passes, and we still were able to win 10 games and win a road playoff game. If you can just eliminate half of those mistakes, this is a 12-win team and maybe wins two or three playoff games. That's what I'm trying to, to, to sell to you guys. But I still will get the comments of, like, Matthew Stafford, we don't know yet, like, Matthew Stafford never won a playoff game, whatever. Yeah, for the Lions. I've said it before. I'll say it again. If you uh, that's that that go back to that quote. Like if you judge a if you judge your fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will always it'll spend its entire life believing it's an idiot. If you judge a quarterback by his ability to win playoff games for the Detroit Lions, everybody will think that he sucks. So it's not comparable. I, I don't think it's a, a realistic thing. Getting back to the contract though, twenty million this year. 23 next year, that is something that can be reworked or completely renegotiated. We can just kind of like nix that contract, get it out of here, and then just redo an entire deal. Something that we we could kind of guarantee that Stafford will be our quarterback until he retires, you know, if that is something that the Rams want to do. Of course, we have not yet seen him on the field. So if that is something that the Rams want to do, uh, I think that this would be a really good time to do it. You know what I mean? So I know we're getting ready for the season, but it's not like Matthew Stafford sitting in Les Snead's office like, oh, I don't know about this. What about if we did this? Like, it's his agent, okay? Matthew Stafford's prepping for the Bears, all right? So don't worry about that one either. I get those comments as well. Uh, but the Rams are uh, definitely a few years away from their salary cap-ish, uh, like, obligations, I guess you could say. So, you know, tossing tossing it out completely and just reworking something, I think it makes total sense. I, I think that we can we can structure it the way that we structure contracts, which as we have seen in the past couple of years, it allows us to 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 wiggle around some stuff and and, and I don't want to say fudge numbers because that's not that's not what's happening. It's just the the way that we structure it allows us to to open up some room. Some other names that have been mentioned, uh, this is kind of directly from an article I read. Did not check. Uh, I don't remember where it was. <laughs> I also don't remember who wrote it. So my sincerest apologies. And if you're watching this, comment it. I'll pin it or something or I'll, I'll draw attention. I, I don't want to not give you credit for things that you're saying. But these are all very realistic names uh, for other possible restructure rumors. We got Darius Williams, Tyler Higby, Rob Havenstein, and Sebastian Joseph Day. Sebastian Joseph Day is on a rookie contract, so the Rams could be looking at extending him long-term so that we can keep him around, especially because it does seem like he's going to be a big player this season. Rob Havenstein, realistically, coming up to the latter end of his his career here. He's coming near near the end, so do the Rams want to keep him around? I would think so. It's not like he's an absolute superstar, but he does a great job on that right tackle spot. We don't hear about Rob Havenstein, you know what I mean? That's like out of everybody's mind. Rob Havenstein, that's not a name that comes up very often. He's not really getting flagged, but he's not giving up sacks, but he's also not like top in the Pro Bowl votes or anything like that. He just does a very good job consistently. He just does it. You know what I mean? So I, I would like to see Havenstein wrap up his career here. I think that would be pretty cool to see. Uh, he is the second longest tenured Ram now. And uh, well, no, I, third, because uh, we talked about Hecker possibly leaving, but he did not. He is still here. And then Tyler Higby, you know what? I this is one that I've kind of he's he's under contract through twenty three. This is one that I've kind of mentioned before. If Jacob Harris can progress like we think he can, then I think that that would kind of re. It, it would change the way we think about Tyler Higby's contract. So for that one specifically, I would hold off and see what we got here. We don't know what Munt is really going to do. He hasn't really had that big of a role in recent years because of the presence of Gerald Everett. But now he's going to have a bigger role. And then, of course, you know, uh, Jacob Harris coming in, who we think can be very, very good. You know, we'll see him out there. And, you know, he was kind of getting a lot of targets in preseason and stuff like that. So we can get him out there. And, and let's see first before we are trying to redo a deal for, for Higgs when we don't know if we necessarily need him long term. Maybe we can save that money. You know what I mean? It's all it's all it's a business. You know what I mean? So I like Higby. He's looking cool. Uh, he's look. He's looking like he's he's got some uh, connection there with Stafford. So I'm excited to see him this season. But we'll see what happens, man. Uh, Darius Williams also. Uh, he he's under the, his one year deal. We did slap a, a first round restricted free agent tender on him, so he is sticking around this year. I have been saying that I do believe this is Darius Williams' final year as a Ram, but the Rams only do have four corners right now. Of course, there's always the option of bringing some of those guys back next year. Uh, some of these guys are going to be around next year. I, I feel like, you know, the Bronte Harris, Diane, uh, Diane Gonwaloku Lake, 
these guys are going to be around. If we desperately need somebody, some people that we've worked with before, we can bring them in. But Darius Williams, I would love to keep Darius Williams around. I'm not sold that it will happen. I would like to see it happen, though, for sure. And then uh, we did hear uh, this kind of all spawned from the Johnny Hecker news of him reworking his deal when the Rams traded away Corey Bajorquez. Uh, but Johnny Hecker, he effectively freed up $1 million in cap space for the Rams uh, with his reworked contract, and he now has the option to void his contract after the 2022 season. Uh, and that's a year earlier than his original deal was going to expire. So we could get Johnny Hecker for just these next two years and then move on from him, which feels pretty real. Uh, but also, I, I know that some people comment that Hecker, you know, he's he's coming off of his worst season. And yes, statistically, yes, he is. But I think a lot of that goes on to the coverage. He definitely had his worst special teams coordinator last year. And this year, it looks a little bit uh, different with Joe D coming in. So hopefully some magic can happen uh, on that on that front there. But I, I'm not I'm not anti hecker like some fans are. I, I don't actually get it, to be completely real with you guys. Stat sheet shows one thing. It shows a lower average. But uh, game tape shows that the coverage was really what the issue was. And as far as the punting game goes, and I think that that goes to the coordinator because Bones was awesome. The departure of Bones left us with a hole there. Let's go ahead and move on now. Uh, Peter King makes his Super Bowl prediction. We've seen it before. He puts out a Super Bowl prediction every single year. But this year, he's got your L.A. Rams defeating the Buffalo Bills at the Super Bowl at SoFi Stadium this February. But uh, you know, the last time Peter King selected the Rams to go to the Super Bowl, he was actually correct, and he actually had the opponent correct as well. He selected in 2018 Rams-Patriots for the Super Bowl, and that is exactly what happened. Of course, the Rams offense couldn't get it going that day like we had all season, but, you know, I've actually, there's only a couple of games of Rams games that I've only seen one time. That is one of them. That's one of them. I, I, I can't, I haven't even watched highlights of that game. I just can't bring myself to do it. But, you know, so the Super Bowl pick uh, is in. He's Peter King is selecting Bear, uh, the, excuse me, uh, the Rams to defeat the Bills, which, I mean, would be an awesome Super Bowl to watch. I like the Bills. Uh, their fan base is awesome. I want to go party with them so bad. I'll break some tables. I mean, like a, like a small table. I don't weigh that much, so it can't be, like, too sturdy. <laughs> but... Uh, we'll see, man. This uh, that would be such a fun game to watch, especially especially at SoFi if the Rams could play a, a home Super Bowl. That'd be super cool. But I'll be honest with you guys. Next year really feels like more of a this is the Rams year to me. I like the Rams this year, and I like our ability to compete this year. But I think next year the Rams are just in so much better of a space to be able to push for a Super Bowl. Let me explain. In 2022, the NFC gets a bonus home game. So, already the Rams get nine home games, eight road games. One of the Rams' road games next year is at the Chargers. So, really, the Rams get ten home games, seven road games. We also, I mean, that's, that's, that is such a sweet deal. We get to play ten regular season games at SoFi next year. And because of the way it works out, uh, we hosted the, the Chargers in preseason this year. And I would guess that we'll, that the Chargers will host the Rams in preseason next year. Is, uh, like that, they'll host both games, preseason and regular season. So we could really see 12 games at SoFi Stadium just in preseason and regular season between the, for the Rams. Uh, essentially, the Rams play the 10 home games, just just the seven road. That is unreal, really. Like, the way that that works out, I mean, because we could have gotten at the Chargers in a season where the AFC gets an extra home game. We could have gotten that, but we didn't. We get it. We get 10, 10 games at SoFi. It'll be Stafford's second year in the system. Typically, quarterbacks make a, a bigger pop in their second year than year one. Cam Akers is scheduled to be back, but we could see a move there at the running back position, depending on what happens. You know, uh, of course... He's only going to be going into his third season, but it will be his first training camp. So that will have uh, some kind of impact. But Cam Akers coming back, Stafford's second year. We get the NFC South, which is really just one great team. And then three teams who are either tearing down right now or in a rebuild, a blatant rebuild. 
the Saints are tearing down right now. They're they're not quite torn down yet. They're I think they're kind of trying to see this year what they still have. I don't anticipate them being nearly as good as they have been in the past years. Atlanta, they're a pretty average team. The regularly they're an average team. Carolina Panthers, I'm interested to see what Darnold can do there. He's got a uh, one of his favorite weapons in Robbie Anderson, but overall that team's not very good. So I, I like that the, that we get the NFC South. We'll also get the NFC East same place finisher at home. That'll be probably Washington or Dallas if I had to guess. And then the NFC North on the road same place finisher. I'm guessing that'll be Packers or Vikings. Most likely Packers. I don't see another team winning that division, but Vikings are the only ones that feel like they could compete for that. But I don't see that happening. And the reason that I say Packers or Vikings there, because I do think the Packers will win, but will the Rams? You know what I mean? This is a very good division that the Rams are in in the NFC West. So I've got to take care of our own business first. And then AFC East, same place finisher at home. I'm guessing that'll either be the Bills or the Dolphins. I'm not sure what the Patriots are going to be able to pull off this year starting Mac Jones. That's going to be an interesting one, but we don't got to worry about that till next year. Once the schedule gets finalized after week seven or after week 18, excuse me, then uh, we'll, we'll know a lot more about what's going to happen here, but that extra home game is absolutely massive. And that's why that is really why that to sum it up, Rams will play 10 games at SoFi next season and we get to play a division in the NFC South that is not that amazing. Of course, we got also got the AFC West, pretty strong division. Uh, the Raiders seem to be the, well, I'd say the Broncos seem to be the weakest in that one right now, but that's a tough division too, though. I mean, they're they're, they're a lot like the NFC West, where they got some really good teams, just a couple that have some question marks. Like the, in the NFC West, I mean, you got the, the question marks with the Seahawks with their new defense and the offensive line. With the Rams, uh, what is Stafford going to look like? What are some of those departures on defense going to look like? Not necessarily just the players, but like Aubrey Pleasant, Joe Barry, Brandon Staley. And then Arizona, their coaching staff, what is that going to look like? And then San Francisco, can they stay healthy? But the AFC West is very similar to that. Broncos need to figure out the quarterback situation. The Chiefs are going to start to run into to issues like the Rams where they're having troubles paying everybody. Uh, the Chargers, I mean, are they going to keep charging? Are they just like, is that what they do? Is they just like put, like they have an amazing roster every year, but they still just can't put it together? And then the Raiders, man, the Gruden is, they, they screwed up by giving Gruden that 10-year deal. I don't care what anybody says. As a mistake. So uh, it's going to be tough either way, no matter what. I mean, all NFL teams are good. The, the the difference between the best NFL team and the worst NFL team, pretty slim, honestly. So it'll be tough either way, but I like the Rams chances next year over this year. Still excited for this year. Let's go ahead and hop into, uh, we'll just go ahead and uh, go into the rest of the West, actually. So uh, we're just talking about the games, really. We, we don't have a lot of news right now. If you guys want more information on the NFC West, we actually had an awesome NFC West roundtable this week that happened yesterday on Tuesday, which was the 7th. It is the 8th as date of recording. But if you guys want to check that out, I'll leave a link in the YouTube uh, version. I'll leave that below. We just talk NFC West. We preview all the games. We all pick winners, all that stuff. It's It was awesome. Steezy, unfortunately, was not there, but we were able to, to squeeze in a replacement there last second. So Sam Dog. It was a, a very popular Seahawks fan. Uh, he's, I mean, he's in with the team and stuff like that. You know, he's, he's uh, getting custom jerseys from sent from the team and self the, themselves, stuff like that. So it was really cool, man. Uh, great group of guys that we talked to that this uh, week. It was on the AZ Sports Fan Channel. I do believe the Rams Showcase Channel will be hosting next week. So it's every Tuesday uh, at about six ten Pacific time. But let's talk about them real fast. The Seattle Seahawks are at the Indianapolis Colts. This game will take place on Fox. This uh, week, they did trade Akella Witherspoon to the Steelers and signed cornerback Bless Austin. The Arizona Cardinals are at the Tennessee Titans. Tough matchup for week one. That game will be played on CBS. And the San Francisco 49ers get to take on Jared Goff and the Detroit Lions. That game will be played on Fox as well. Uh, the 49ers this week signed cornerback Josh Norman. I think that's more of a locker room presence than an on-field presence for them. And uh, also uh, linebacker Michael Kendricks. So, uh, there, who, who was it also? The uh, former Seahawk, right, blanking on first name. I don't know why. Uh, KJ, of course. KJ Wright did sign with the Raiders, so that one's off the table now. I know that I've kind of been talking about that a little bit here and there. And then uh, for your LA Rams, uh, of course, at, or, uh, at home against the Bears. We'll talk about that here after our break. Uh, but just uh, some additions to the practice squad, filling that puppy up completely now. Safety, Antoine Brooks Jr., guard, Jared Hawker, running back, Buddy Howell, and uh, that's it. They all got added to the practice squad, so they will be in town. 
uh, some depth at safety, another offensive lineman, and an additional running back just in case. You never know with these running backs. We've already lost three to major injuries, so not a bad idea to get more there. But let's go ahead and hop into our break. And on the other side, we've got the game preview, the Chicago Bears at the LA Rams. We'll talk about it next. Don't go anywhere. Check the link below for Shaw's Customs. Make sure you tell them Sheriff Joe Bag sent you. That's some good stuff there. You can get whatever you guys need. You got the bear mugs. The shot glass was being utilized the other day, so that's not out here right now. The uh, mask, of course. You got the t-shirts that you can do. Not this t-shirt. This is not one of the ones. This is from NFL Shop. But <laughs> you can do the t-shirts as well. And uh, the vinyls, man. The decals all over the place. I was giving them out all over the place up in Denver. Uh, if you guys are there and got one, that's awesome. Send pictures of what you put it on, man. That's awesome. I got one here on the laptop. But make sure you guys check the link in the description below. But we're about to talk about Bears and Rams here. But first, time to pay the bills. The NFL season is here. If you're looking for a sports book to put your money where your mouth is, then look no further than BetUS. You probably already know that BetUS has been around for almost three decades, thriving and paying their local or their loyal customer base. And that's you. It can be you. Just follow the link in the description below. You, or you can head to BetUS.com. You can call 800-69-BETUS. That's 800-MY-BETUS. And uh, BetUS, B-E-T-U-S dot com. You can use promo code RAMSHOWCASE, all one word, for a 125% bonus on your first deposit. RAMSHOWCASE 200 if you're depositing with crypto, and you get a 200% bonus. So crypto might be where it's at if you guys are riding that train. BetUS has the NFL, NBA, NHL, MLB, golf, and so much more. You guys can do the live betting, which is always awesome. And then also the the parlays. You can kind of string them together. You want to bet on the Rams? Do it. You want to bet on bet Jake Paul? Do it. You want to bet against Jake Paul? Do it. I don't know. that He's a pretty uh, polarizing character there. <laughs> Not everybody's on the same side. Don't forget to check out the online casino games as well. Those That's awesome. I got to go to the casino for the first time a couple weeks ago. Locked in. I think it's awesome. Uh, it's fun stuff. But follow the lead of Sheriff Joe Bags here. Get on your phone. Go to BetUS.com. B-E-T-U-S.com. Sign up today with a sportsbook known for its longevity and integrity like I did. You bet, you win, you get paid. BetUS. If if that is not your game and you guys are more of a daily fantasy kind of kind of guy or girl, <laughs> Then uh, head over to Thrive Fantasy. Prop up with Thrive Fantasy this football season. Thrive Fantasy is a daily fantasy sports uh, and uh, esports app for the player props. So it's not like normal fantasy where you just get like a point for every 10 yards, anything like that. It's player props. So you're going to pick the over-under on different things. Some really fun stuff. You choose 10 of the top 20 available players for the props. Each prop is assigned a fantasy value for both the over and the under based on how likely it is to happen. You get your prop picks right, rack up those points. Thrive has over $140,000 in guaranteed prizes for week one and has already paid out over $4 million. Thrive is a uh, Thrive's featured $100,000 guarantee contest for uh, week one is just 20 bucks to enter. I also got some sick info on uh, something that you guys can do right now for week one, especially. So you can use the promo code RAM showcase if you deposit uh, $50 or more, you can receive the following. You get on 100% deposit match up to $100. So you put in $100, you got $200. You put in $50, you got $100. And then you get one free ticket to both of the Thursday night football $20,000 giveaway or contest and the NFL week one Sunday $100,000 contest. That is a $40 value that you get for free just by using code RAMSHOWCASE. So uh, make sure you guys do that, man, for sure. Ram Showcase on both of those for BetUS and for Thrive Fantasy, all one word. And uh, links in the description below if you guys don't want to go in and, and manually type in the promo codes. If you guys are that lazy, links in the description below. Deposit match up to $100. You can download the app on the App Store or Play Store or visit ThriveFantasy.com. Sign up and prop up today. We got this uh, this game, though, coming up. You guys may have heard 
We got the the Chicago Bears are coming to town to take on your L.A. Rams, and this is going to be some amazing stuff here. We've waited so long. We made it, guys. We did it. We made it all the way through the offseason. We, wa- we watched the whole first round of the draft without a pick. I mean, something we're kind of getting used to now, but we did it again. Okay, we made it all the way through free agency. We we traded for Matthew Stafford before the Super Bowl was even played. You know, long, that's how long we've been waiting for this season to happen. All right. But now it is here. The Chicago Bears at the Los Angeles Rams game kicks off at 520 p.m. And that is on NBC at SoFi Stadium. Let me get some numbers for you guys here. We'll also be doing a little bit more of the the, the betting information uh, this weekend, actually, because we need to know it. So Rams are favored in this one by seven and a half. So, uh, so the the powers that be, they think that the Rams are going to put a or going to win by at least a tutty. So that's some good news for the LA Rams fans. We don't have a distribution map for you guys this week, uh, simply because it's a nationally televised game. We're on prime time under the lights at SoFi Stadium, which is going to be sickness. All right, let's get into the game notes here. These are two teams in a quarterback transition. Of course, the Rams moving on from quarterback Jared Goff to Matthew Stafford, the veteran, drafted number one overall the 2009 season, quite a while ago. And then Jared Goff was uh, drafted number one overall in 2016, so the Rams and Lions swapped first overall quarterbacks. The Rams also sent some picks with Goff as well for them to take on that contract. The Chicago Bears, on the other hand, moved away from Mitchell Trubisky, who is now backing up Josh Allen in Buffalo, playing for the Bills. And they bring in Andy Dalton, they tell him he's QB1, and then they draft Justin Fields in the top 15. So what's really going on at the quarterback position is really what we need to know here. But either way, we do know that Andy Dalton is getting the start. Will we see Justin Fields? We will ask Rishi that, because I think he might have a better understanding of their quarterback situation uh, than we do right now. The Bears ended last season at eight and eight, so they were sitting at that right at that five hundred mark. They had uh, Andy Dalton, like I said, they told him he was the starter. Is Matt Nagy on the hot seat? That is quite the question right now, and it's very possible that he is. Uh, but it it at least seems like he will get a shot to uh, to show what he can do without Mitchell Trubisky, and he now has a chance to run his team with. Either, either option, a veteran quarterback who's kind of been around for a little while and a young athletic quarterback who's exciting to the fan base. So it, it's now or never for Nagy, man. He's got all the options. He's got he's got the, the perfect situation. He's got the veteran who's been here. He knows what he's doing. He's comfortable. And then he's also got the young athletic guy who is, who's got, you know, potential for days out here. So uh, the Rams moving on from an inconsistent quarterback to, to Matthew Stafford. That's a, a kind of a different... I would say it's a different situation as far as the veteran quarterback goes. The Rams also don't have like that young athletic guy that is being like, I mean, obviously the Wolf is is an athletic quarterback and so is Bryce Perkins. Bryce Perkins, I doubt, will dress for it. Uh, and I doubt that we see the Wolf. Ow. So it's a little bit different situation uh, for, for these teams, but quarterback transitions for sure. Rams head coach Sean McVay says that the Rams are preparing for both Andy Dalton and Justin Fields. Unclear at this point if Fields will see any action. The prep is a positive, though. I mean, you don't want to not be ready for a mobile quarterback. Uh, The Rams are used to seeing mobile quarterbacks, especially in this division. And the second that Trey Lance takes over, the Rams will have the least athletic quarterback in the the NFC West with Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson, and Trey Lance at that point. But we don't need to worry about that quite yet. Uh, Sean McVay sounds optimistic that Sony Michelle will be up to speed enough to be able to play and contribute on Sunday. But I do think that we there's a very strong chance that uh, we're we're hopping on the Funk train to to this weekend uh, with Jake Funk possibly getting some snaps uh, for the Bears tight end Cole Komet is listed as the starting tight end over Jimmy Graham talent wise kind of makes sense Jimmy Graham a little bit old uh, most expensive decoy in NFL history I feel like he's you know he's super athletic but I don't know if he's like the one of the best tight ends that we've ever seen I, I think he's just a mad athlete for sure couple of uh, former Rams here getting starts. So Robert Quinn is listed as the starter opposite of Khalil Mack. So Bobby Q is uh, coming back. Maybe uh, if he Bernie's on us, man, I'm going to be super sad because that's a <laughs> that wasn't that's not going to be fun, man. I miss uh, Robert Quinn. 
good old Bobby Q. Also, Alec Ogletree, former Ram, will be starting at uh, inside linebacker with Roquan Smith. So Tree played his best his best ball definitely in the, as a middle linebacker in the 4-3 after Laura Nidus left. The Rams brought in Wade Phillips within the move to L.A., and the Rams went to the 3-4. Tree struggled, man. He had, he had trouble with that, and that's exactly what the Bears are, are going to be running, that 3-4. So he's also not the top guy, though. So what kind of impact is that going to have? Going to be something to keep your eyeballs on this weekend because Tree was great as an inside linebacker in the 4-3. The second the Rams went to the 3-4, just like Robert Quinn, actually, they kind of fell off production-wise. And that's actually why we moved on from him. We wanted to get guys that could play in that 3-4 after we changed our system with Wade Phillips coming in. We haven't gone back since then. Wide receiver Simba Webster is listed as the starting punt returner for the Chicago Bears, and he is the backup kick returner. So we will definitely see Simba if the Rams punt, which, you know, hopefully not. Hopefully, uh, like... We all love Johnny Hecker, but I hope he doesn't see the field. You know what I mean? Like, I hope he's just, he's just holding for extra points, and that's it. You know what I mean? And we don't see him out there. But we're happy that we do have him when we do need him. He had, uh, Simba Webster had 25 punt returns last year for the Rams for 185 yards. as a 7.4-yard average. Along of 34 yards, that was his only return over 20. And he did fumble the ball three times. Two of those he recovered. One of those he did lose. Uh, as far as the former Rams in Chicago, we talked about wide receiver Simba Webster, who is the punt returner, Alec Ogletree, and Robert Quinn, who are starters. Nick Foles is the third-string quarterback for the Chicago Bears, and they also have a uh, former Rams kicker, short-term kicker for the Rams, Cairo Santos, who was the Rams kicker for a short time in the 2018 season when Jeezy was having some back issues. And then uh, he was the kicker up in Denver. I remember that one. And then uh, also very recently, the Rams have signed or the Bears have signed former Rams safety Marquis Christian. So he is there now as well. Let's take a look at the matchup on this one here. This is the Rams offense versus the Bears defense. As you can see on your screen for you YouTube viewers, that uh, the Rams offense was definitely in the upper half. Uh, not as not as far as points go, of course. But they were up there, and I would like to think that they improved this year, but who's to say? We've got to wait and see what Matthew Stafford can do. The Rams 13th last year, as you can see in, uh, in passing. Uh, the Bears' defense gets a lot of credit, and they're about where the Rams' offense was as far as rankings go last year. So above average, but or above the middle of the road, but I would say that's pretty pedestrian. I mean, 11th. They're 12th against the pass, 15th against the run. Nothing that really stands out. But again, that was from last year, so it's a, it is a completely new situation that we're dealing with here. Rams offense and Bears defense rank pretty comparable, actually. So uh, it's going to be a fun one to watch uh, on this, this part here because we're going to see Matthew Stafford, who's played against the Bears plenty, but also the Bears have played against Matthew Stafford plenty. So that's going to be something that we... We will we'll see it unfold. I'm expecting a good game here for Matthew Stafford, though, and that's simply because I don't think that the Bears' defense is all that it's cracked up to be. I like their front seven. Secondary, I, I don't know, guys. I'm not too into it. It was like the starting corners here, Jalen Johnson and uh, Kendall Vildor. I had to look these guys up, honestly. And then, like, Eddie Jackson. I like Eddie Jackson, but is he that good? I'm not sure. Like It seems like he got paid and then kind of fell off. So I'm liking what the Rams might be able to do in the passing game for this game specifically. I think that that matchup is where the Rams will be able to, to win this out because I think that the Rams have so many weapons that the Bears will have a hard time covering them. Running game, I think, will be what the Rams struggle to get going. Let's go to the other side now, the Bears offense versus the Rams defense here. And last year, Rams defense was absolutely unbelievable. Uh, top uh, in total yards, top against the pass, under 200 passing yards a game for the Rams given up. Uh, only 91 uh, yards a game given up on the ground. First in points, under 20 a game. And that's amazing in today's NFL. And then you look at the Bears offense from a year ago. Of course, no longer do they have Trubisky, but they still do have some weapons out there. Robinson is going to be a big one, but they were 22nd in the passing game last year, 26th overall, and they've only put up 23.3 uh, uh, points per game, which is actually exactly what the Rams put up. I did <laughs> the list I was looking at, the Rams at 22 and the, the Bears offense at 23, so I just I kept it. I kept it because I liked it, and the Rams are ahead of them, so <laughs> I'll take that all day. But here... I mean, the the big matchup here is going to be, obviously, Aaron Donald 
going against that interior offensive line. I think we could see some really good stuff here. We'll talk about that more here in a second. And then uh, Jalen Ramsey is going to be on Allen Robinson, and that's going to be a really good one too. So we'll talk about that as well here in a second. Let's take a look at the history of this matchup really fast before we get into the three to see. Uh, this is the 96th all-time meeting between the two teams. Two of those games have happened in the playoffs. The Bears lead the all-time series 54-38-3. and The most recent game between these two just last year in October the 26th. It was a 24-10 win for your LA Rams. The first game between these two came on October 10th of 1937. How old were you in 1937? That was a 20-2 uh, win for the Chicago Bears over the Cleveland Rams, of course, 37 was the Cleveland Rams. Rams are two and one versus the sh versus Chicago since returning to Los Angeles in the 2016 season. That loss did come in 2018, the Rams Super Bowl season. Rams have won the previous two matchups, though. And when the Rams host all time against the Bears, when they play host is 24, 23 and one all time. So if the Bears were to win, that would be 500 all time. But if the Rams win, we kind of we kind of just bump that up, just just bump it just a touch, just just a, just a skosh of a of a bump on that one. Let's get into a three to see here. Uh, we got Jalen Ramsey versus Allen Robinson. Robinson had four catches for seventy yards last year against the Rams. Jalen Ramsey is one of the best cover corners in the NFL right now. But Robinson, he leads the group here and should expect the matchup. Uh, this matchup to be the most common thing that we see. Of course, we do anticipate Jalen Ramsey moving around quite a bit, so we will see Darius Williams on Robinson at times as well, but Jalen Ramsey should be on Allen Robinson. We'll see what that what happens with that, because last year in the playoff game, we said put Jalen Ramsey on Devontae Adams. Partially, that was, that was the Packers trying to get Devontae away from Jalen Ramsey. Smart move by the Packers, because Jalen Ramsey is uh, a monster, so... At, will the Bears do the same thing with Allen Robinson? I'm not necessarily sure, but we've also heard that Jalen Ramsey is expected to play, be all over the place. He's expected to be inside. He's expected to be outside. He'll come in on blitzes. So we'll see him in a lot of areas uh, for sure. But this is a great test for the Rams DBs uh, to start the season without John Johnson, who uh, is, a, is a Brown now, as well as Troy Hill, who the Rams did have a year ago. So those are some changes to the secondary, but I do like their replacements. I'll be honest, guys. I, I, I know that John Johnson's a difficult guy to replace, but I think Jordan Fuller, not only does he have the respect of his team, but I think he's a, I think he's a better player than he gets credit for. Maybe that's just me because like he's like <laughs> one of my favorite players. right? He is my favorite Ram player right now. So maybe there's a little bit of bias there, but I think that he's going to have a great season. I mean, he's a captain this year. The Rams don't, I mean, the Rams players vote on captains. They don't just hand them out. You know what I mean? Uh, let's see here. And then also uh, the next one here on the three to see Aaron Donald versus that Bears offensive line. The Bears offensive line has really no standout stars at all on this line. So Aaron Donald, uh, no matter where he lines up, should be able to do pretty well. The Rams pass rush led by Aaron Donald should be able to create some pressure on Dalton, especially when you got like Leonard Floyd coming from the outside. Outside is Dalton mobile enough to buy enough time for guys like Robinson to create enough space away from Ramsey? Maybe, maybe not. Because of the Bears' offensive line, though, the Rams' defense should have a good day as long as David Montgomery does not get loose on those outlet passes. And that's really my concern here: is if uh, if the, those running backs for the Bears, uh, especially Montgomery, if he if he's slipping out and getting those those little outlets. Something like that. Do we have the speed of linebacker? I like to think that we do, but that is also an unproven area for the Rams. So is a guy like Kenny Young going to be able to, to shoot over there and, and make the tackle? So that's something that we'll keep our eyes on for sure. And last one here on our three to see is going to be Cooper Cup and Robert Woods versus Jalen Johnson and Kendall Vildor. Simply put, the Bears secondary on paper, not very strong, honestly. It's just not. Uh, the number of Rams weapons and the scheme that McVay can put together should allow for some space uh, for the Rams' top two targets. Uh, this is leaving out Higby and Jackson and and Jefferson, everybody else, uh, Tutu, uh, everybody else, uh, uh, the other weapons. We're leaving them out on this one because I think that Cup and Woods will be able to do a fine job against Johnson and Vildor. So uh, with, uh, with that, though, uh, because those guys will be the those are the top guys. I do think that somebody like Jackson could have a like a sneaky good game. Like he could get a, a I don't want to put him up at like one thirty or anything like that. But I think if he pulls off like eighty yards in his first game as a Ram, uh, with you know the amount of games he's missed over the last couple with injuries, I think that, that would be a huge win for the Rams. Uh, so you know that attention will go to Woods and Cup, but the the Rams have a lot of weapons. So. 
I'm excited to see that, man. That's gonna be that's that's gonna be a good one. But before we hit into our fan quesos, though, I had the pleasure of speaking to Rishi Baron. Here it is. All right, let's go ahead and hop into our fan quesos, sponsored by Shaw's Customs. Make sure you guys check out the link in the description below, and you can get all the stuff there. It's uh oh, I for, I forgot again. It's Shaw's Customs. Just make sure you guys check it out there. It's awesome stuff. Let's go ahead and hop into it, though. This first one comes from Gary Latavius Murray. Yay or nay? You know what, man? I'm on the nay side here because I just don't think it's necessary. I Like, I wouldn't be opposed to a running back, per se, like bringing somebody else in. But you know what? I'm still a little bit on the Peterson train. That Like, I, I think that his presence, not necessarily just for production, kind of like how I said Josh Norman, I think, was brought into the, to the Niners more as a locker room presence than an on-field presence. I think that would be the same thing for Adrian Peterson. And you got to think that he wants to play for a competitor. Latavius Murray, I'm just not sure that he brings anything to the Rams that is like that like that his skill set doesn't scream out anything to me. It's like if we had that, if we could get that aspect to our offense, we we're gold. We're good. We're a Super Bowl team. I mean, I just nothing about him jumps out to me that much. You know what I mean? If that makes any sense. So I'm gonna go with Nay. I think uh Hendo, Michelle, Funk, and potentially if Otis Anderson Jr. gets pulled up, I like those guys. I do. This next couple here come from uh, Cole. Talk about the offense. First of all, that's not a question. You can't tell me to talk about something, man. That's a <laughs> What do you think we do here, Cole? There's follow-up questions. I was just being a jerk. So is DJX going to be the old DJX and burn the Bears? You know, man, I hope so, man, because uh, he's still got the wheels. And the way that the Rams were able to handle him throughout the, the training camp process we're limiting him, listening to him uh, when he's feeling good and stuff like that, but still getting in those meaningful reps. Sean McVay, every single day. <laughs> meaningful reps above the neck. Will Tutu try to do the same? You know what, man? I'm not sure we see a whole lot of Tutu uh, this season, honestly. I, I think it'll be like a Van Jefferson situation where we hear his name a lot, but we just don't really see him out there very often. We'll see him a little bit. I think we'll see him in week one. I think his, his touches kind of dwindle weeks two to like 13 and then we might see him in a little bit more we'll see him out there just not as often as i think most people think you know because of deshaun jackson actually he's he's more of a deshaun jackson like sean McVay calls him deshaun jackson jr so as, as long as jackson is healthy i don't think we need to have two two out there right now and sean McVay historically just doesn't use rookies that much uh will hendo be effective and how much of sony will we see you know what? I think Hendo is going to be fine because last year the the Rams started Hendo at the beginning of the season. Uh, he was he was really like because it was Malcolm Brown, Daryl Henderson, and Cam Akers, and Malcolm Brown and Daryl Henderson were getting the bulk of the carries. But then Henderson kind of he just he jumped out and he was just he was playing really really well last year. And then Cam Akers kind of got put in as a luxury. We didn't need Cam Akers to play because Daryl Henderson was playing great. He was playing great ball. He had one less rushing yard than Cam Akers last year and three more rushing touchdowns than Cam Akers did last year. I think Henderson's going to do fine. I have I have no concerns about Henderson. I feel like I'm a little bit alone in that. Like most people, I feel like are super concerned about our running back situation. I like Henderson. I think he's a good player, man. I think he's an underrated player for sure. And uh, how much Michelle will will we see? I think Sony's going to get out there. I just think that we see probably equal parts Sony Michelle and Jake Funk. I think that they'll both get in there, probably each getting three to five touches. I don't think it's going to be a whole lot, but I think I mean if you can pull off ten touches with them and you know eighteen with with Hendo, I think we're looking good. Those numbers might be a little bit different. It might be like fifteen for Hendo, and then about like seven or eight for the you know what I mean. So it, it's I, I think that we see them, but I think uh, Sony Michelle and Jake Funk get in about the same amount. Does Jacob Harris get into the end zone from the red zone? I'm not sure we'll see a lot of Jacob Harris, actually. Uh, again, we know that that uh, Sean McVay doesn't necessarily like to use his his rookies very much. He's actually also listed as like our fourth string tight end right now, so I'm not sure we'll see him that much out there. Uh, we know that Higby is going to be the main guy. We know that Johnny is going to be after that, Johnny Mont. So... Uh, I think that we'll see the bulk of them. Uh, and as far as like a big body goes, I like Jefferson is really the guy outside of Higby. So I don't know if we'll see a whole lot of Jacob Harris 
this uh, at least early season. I think that he'll get in there more as the season goes on, but I'm just not sure that we see a whole lot. And then uh, following up here, how much are you expecting Stafford to come out immediately and just ball out versus an ex-divisional foe? Do you think we will be finding our footing on offense versus a decent defense with all the options we have? Yeah, I mean, a decent defense is, is the right way to put it. I think they're getting a little overhyped here. And I, I really, I, I think that the Bears defense is not as good as most people do. And I, I realize they're above average. They're, they're not middle of the road, but they're also not top 10 in what anything really they're yeah they're not top 10 in, in really any statistic statistic at least the major ones so I'm not super worried about that that defense especially with an explosive offense like the Rams have and as long as Matthew Stafford can limit mistakes that Jared Goff had then I, I think we're gonna do fine there but you know will will he just ball out immediately I'll be honest with you man I think that like halftime we're gonna see it's gonna be like seven to three and I think our final score I think we win by like 17 to 20 points I think that that first half is going to be a lot of feeling stuff out. Get get Stafford a little bit comfortable. You get get Hendo a little comfortable. You're kind of feeling out the defense a little bit, you know, kind of seeing what the Bears are wanting to do. Halftime adjustments come in, and we're going to explode. I really do feel that way. Like, I I went way under for, uh, for my picks because <laughs> I do, obviously, the gambling, but... Uh, so for for my picks, I went I went under for the for, for the first half. I'm going over for the second half though. Like I'm I, I think that we'll have a little bit of an explosion after that. Will Matthew Stafford just light it up against a division foe? I'm not sure, but I do like to think that he's sitting in the meeting rooms right now with with Sean McVay going, "Hey, they like to do this though. Like, hey, well when they see this, they like to do this because uh, he's played them twice a year. Of course, the Rams and 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 Bears have been playing fairly often. You know, was it three times in the last five years that we've played them? So. We're getting uh, a little bit used to them too, but uh, I think Stafford has a, a strong understanding of them. But also on the flip side, they've got a strong understanding of him. So that's something we'll have to to, to just watch out for, I guess. You know, but I, I think that he'll have a good game. But I think that that first half is going to be a little bit, I don't want to say lackluster, but I guess that that's the, the I guess that's the proper word. This one comes to you from uh, Nick. Uh, how do you think the Rams will use their running backs in week one? All Henderson, 50-50 split with Sony, 75-25 split. Yeah, so I think it's actually going to be 50-25-25. I think that that's, like, as I talked it out uh, in the Latavius Murray question, I or uh, that was not, actually, that was Cole's question. But uh, the way that I talked that out, I, I really think that, that if we had to make it easy numbers here, and I do think that these are undershooting numbers, but just for example's sake and understanding's sake, if Henderson's getting 10 touches, I think that Michelle and Funk are getting about five. So I think it will be 50, 25, 25, because I think we see Funk a, a decent amount. He's a little bit more used to the offense than Michelle, but Michelle comes in just more talented, honestly. That's not a shot at Jake Funk, because Jake Funk's got some talent too. But uh, as, as far as the splits go, I would guess that Henderson will get the bulk, but uh, Funk and Michelle will be getting uh, some splits there as well. Let's get over to the YouTube channel here and check out these questions here. These next ones, uh, next two come from Ram's house. Who's house? I hope that when I do that, somebody's out there like Ram's house. Like, <laughs> like, maybe you're at the gym or something like that. You just got the headphones on. You're just, you know, doing things that people do at gyms. <laughs> I clearly don't go very often, but I just feel like you're, you're in there. Just, you know, just. Rams house. Yeah, I like to think at least, you know, if not, here's your chance. I'll do it again for you guys. Whose house? I think I heard it. I think I, I heard it. That's awesome. Anyway, <laughs> next question here comes from Rams house. Uh, how do you feel about the Rams using their bone uniform on more than half their games this season? Nine out of 17. I know you love the bone. Yes, I actually didn't even talk about it. We'll put it up on the screen for you guys. The The uniform schedule did come out, and I love it because we get nine games in the bone uniform, which means we'll probably at least, it, we'll probably see my favorite combination at least one time, which is bone on yellow. I love that combination. That the, the, the blue helmet with the bone jersey with the yellow pants, I think is just the sweetest combo ever. I really desperately want to see, obviously, the blue helmet. We'll keep with that. And then the yellow jersey, which we do not have yet. Maybe 2022. I'm looking at you, Kevin Demoff. And then uh, and then the bone pants, which I would like to see as well. Because I love the bone. I love the yellow. Yellow is my favorite color, but those bone unis are so crispy. 
And of course, we do only have the the Royal for five games. We'll see them in all of our home games against our division opponents. So the Cardinals, Seahawks, and 49ers, we'll see them there. And then the Jags game, the game that I will be at, we'll see the the Royal as well. And then we got the modern throwbacks that we'll be rocking uh, on the road against the San Francisco 49ers week one this upcoming Sunday against the Chicago Bears. And then also our uh, 1999 season Super Bowl opponent, the Tennessee Titans as well. That one I think is, uh, is that Sunday night or is that Monday night? Oh, get confused with all these sweet primetime games that we have. <laughs> it was on the screen. You guys know more than I do right now. I could pull it up, but I'm forgetting. But yeah, man, I, I'm. how do I feel about it? I love it. Those are still, like, even with the modern throwbacks that just came out, which are sick uniforms. And, like, as from the outside perspective, probably our best uniform, but my favorite is still the bone. I think the bone is just so sick, guys. I love it so much. I think it's it's just awesome. I love it a lot. So yeah, to see that nine times this year, I'm for it. I love the bone on blue. I love the bone on yellow. Those are some sweet combos. The bone on blue is actually something we only saw last year in the playoffs at the Green Bay Packers at the Seahawks. But we also saw it this year in Denver. So I got to see those ones in person, which was pretty fun. Seeing those bone unis. With my own eyeballs. Oh, man, it was nice. I'll see the Royals out there with my own eyeballs again when I go get back out to SoFi. Back out to SoFi. I was there already. The place is amazing. If you guys haven't gone, honestly, recommend it, man. I feel like I'm like a SoFi spokesperson, but that place is unbelievable. (sighs) Unbelievable. And I was only there for a preseason game, and I was blown away, man. You walk in and you see, oh, it's, uh, you guys saw my reaction to it. You guys know. <laughs> and if you guys are my Snapchat friends, you guys saw a bunch of stuff. Let's see here. Next one here from Rams House. Will the Rams be aggressive on, on offense this game? I don't think so. I think that McVay doesn't want to show all of his cards yet. I think we could be ru- uh, running, uh, running a heavy amount, but also showcase Stafford in, in some explosive plays. Go Rams. Yeah, so uh, that's, I mean, very realistic that, that we kind of are, a little bit light, but I don't necessarily think that we're just super run heavy. Although that is something that I think that the Rams do want to get back to season overall. But for this game specifically, that front seven for the Bears is very good. They've got some very strong line linebackers. Khalil Mack, Roquan Smith, Alec Ogletree, Robert Quinn. Very strong players up front. And I think that their secondary is just super weak. So I think we can kind of light them up there. And I think that that will be the course here. And I, we don't have like season averages to look at where we can say like, oh, they're 30th against the pass, but you know, f- uh, they're fifth against the run. We don't have that to look at yet. So we kind of got to test it out a little bit. And I think that we'll see that a lot in the first half is just testing the waters, seeing what they're going to be showing us, all that stuff. But do we completely open up the, the playbook? Probably not. But I do think that that happens pretty soon because... What we saw last year with Jared Goff and the Rams offense was that Sean McVay started losing confidence. And you could tell in the play calls that he was losing confidence in the quarterback position. So this year with Matthew Stafford, at the very, very least, no matter what the difference in talent is between Jared Goff and Matthew Stafford, the biggest difference that we will see on the field for the Rams offense this year is not the talent level in the quarterback position, but the trust in the play caller for that quarterback. Okay, the trust was gone last year with Jared Goff. We're going to see a big jump this year in the trust, just the trust to Matthew Stafford. Sean McVay is going to trust that Stafford can get it done. And so he's going to be more willing to open up his playbook. It really feels like last year we were floating on like 65% of our playbook there at the last part of the season. Last half of the season really felt limited. We weren't seeing jet sweeps sometimes at all in a game. Uh, We weren't seeing, we weren't seeing downfield throws. Like some of us, uh, me included, we were talking about how Jared Goff just wasn't hitting the deep throws, so Sean McVay stopped calling them because you're just like that. He's not going to throw it anyway, so let's try to get some some movement here. Let's try to get find some space underneath or something because it just he just wasn't taking those shots. So at the very very minimum, the trust is going to be a difference, uh, and that we'll see that in the in the play calling. I think that will be the biggest difference, not necessarily the skill level between Jared Goff. In Matthew Stafford, I think really the biggest jump will be the trust. This one comes from South Dakota Rams. What's up, man? Uh, cool name, by the way. I like that. It's uh, Steven Jackson is the photo, too. Awesome. Okay, big fan of that. Let's get into it. Sheriff Joe, love the show. Thanks for all the content and enthusiasm. Thank you, man. Appreciate that. I try to be like energetic and stuff like that. <laughs> like, I try not to like 
let you guys know when I'm having a bad day. You know what I mean? Just trying to, yeah, <laughs> it's good stuff, man. I have, I have so much fun with this show though. So sincerely, I do appreciate that. Thanks for watching, man. Let's see here. Uh, two part question. One, I'm not sold on our linebackers, though I am a huge on Ernest Jones. His attitude shows that he wants it. That being said, do you think the Rams uh, could make a midseason move at a bigger thumper in the middle? And uh, what's your favorite metal band? A-I-L-D-A-B-R. Have a great day. <laughs> First of all, okay, we'll talk about that here in a second. Uh, <laughs> still not sold on our linebackers. I really like our linebackers, actually. I think Kenny Young got a lot better over the year last year. I think that that progression was was obvious. I think that you know, Kenny Young in week one last year to Kenny Young week 17 last year and into the playoffs, very different player, much better player as the season went on. So I'm really excited to see what he does this season. We also, uh, Ernest Jones, I mean, that's that's a guy, man. He's He's a guy. And uh, I think that he could be, he could develop into something really special for this Rams defense. I'm really excited for him long term. I don't know if this year he really breaks in because we do still have some good linebackers. Traven Howard's good. Uh, and Troy Reader, I like as well. Troy Reader and, and Traven Howard, like Traven Howard, of course, uh, we don't have a lot on him just because of the injury history and stuff like that. Troy Reader, Troy Reader, I think, is a solid linebacker. He's not an absolute superstar or anything like that. Kenny Young, very, very good linebacker, and I don't think he's done getting better yet. And Ernest Jones, I think, has some real, real potential to be an absolute monster in this NFL. So, that being said, I don't know if the Rams do make that push because we do have that depth there. And the the Rams can, you know, because it's going to be Young and Reader getting the start, and then we're keeping Jones and and um, and Howard on on the bench right now. They're going to get in on rotational, but I think that that's that's something nice that we can pull out of. Like if Reader is not playing that well, we got we got uh, Jones as well as uh, Howard that we can kind of pull from and and try to mix it up a little bit and see who really sticks. Outside of that, we also have a former starter on our practice squad, Micah Kaiser, that we can pull from as well. So I think that that would be our first options before we went to an outside source to sure up that linebacker spot. But I think. Uh, our linebackers are just unproven right now, but there's so much talent there. I really like our linebackers, guys. I really do. I just they're unproven and they they're they're like their window of dopeness is wide. They could be not very dope or super dope, all right? But like right now we don't know. It's it's anywhere from here. Micah Kaiser, his window was like a little bit here. He was he was not the not 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 dope. You know what I mean? But he was not like ultra dope. His window was like right here. He was like mid dope. And then, <laughs> and then, I don't know where I was going with that whole dope thing. I, I said dope way too many times just now. But uh, but like obviously Ernest Jones, he's got all the potential in the world. Traven Howard, very very strong player. If he can stay healthy, very very good. And then Kenny Young, I think is still just he's he's bullish right now, man. He's he's going up, and I I'm, I'm here for it. Uh, so let's get into your last question here. We'll wrap up the show with this one here because we did go a little long today. So uh. What's your favorite metal bands? A-I-L-D and A-B-R. Those were your two suggestions here. I definitely love As I Lay Dying. And their new album that came out after uh, after Dude... Oh, man, blanking on his name. Dang it. I had it earlier. What What's Dude's name? I'm not going to remember right now. Lambesis. God, I, of course, as soon as I say I'm not going to remember. Tim Lambesis, after he got out of prison, man, that, like, My Own Grave came out, and I was like, what? Like, this, it was so sick. Just super cool. Uh, ABR, Oxburn's Red, man, they're, uh, yeah, they're the guitarists in that, because I'm a guitarist here. I don't know if you can see it over here. I got my, my Jackson Kelly sitting back here, but I, I'm big, big into the guitars. That's usually the first thing I'm listening for, so Oxburn's Red definitely jumps out to me right away. Uh, love bands like Lamb of God. Uh, I've got a Disturbed tattoo. They were one of my first bands that I really got into. It's up here. It's actually my first tattoo I got on my 18th birthday. It's up here. And then, uh, yeah, so, I mean, the like, I, I do like the like the new metal stuff too. The band dope. I know I say the word dope a lot, but the band dope I love. <laughs> They're awesome. I, I love uh, I love their stuff there. And then uh, obviously, like I said, disturbed. And I'm I'm into that kind of stuff too. Corn, you know, all that. And then yeah, when it gets to the to the heavier stuff, I guess you could say like uh, as I lay dying was one of the first ones that I got into as far as like the like the aggressive vocals. If you say screamo, I don't. I'm not a fan of you because <laughs> that's. Not a real, well, it's a real thing, but it's like a, a very bad thing, okay? But this is just some uh, some 
some good metal here. And then, yeah, so, like, the first aggressive metal that I really got into was, was like, As I Lay Dying and stuff like that. But I also go, I go old school, too, man. I, get, I mean, I go way old school. I'll go back to, like, the Moody Blues. I got, like, five Moody Blues vinyls sitting out here right now. And then, I mean, things like uh, Fastway. I love L.A. Guns a lot. Tesla is one of my favorites of all time. So, I kind of go a pretty wide range, but it all kind of falls under the rock umbrella. So, yeah, you got some, some sick... Uh, options here but yeah like bands like lamb of god so like that. and i've actually there's a couple new ones that i've gotten into that i haven't really studied a whole lot of but there's some good stuff coming out lately skinned is they're not necessarily metal but they're oh, freaking sweet skynd man check them out that's like a they do like true crime stuff and then we're getting off we're not talking rams right now this is what ha- like my brain is like struggling because like my brain is on rams right now it's like, that would be, that'd be a good spoof commercial. Like, this is your brain. This is your brain on ramps. And just like, Robert Woods is underrated. <laughs> but as far as the, the metal goes, man, there's, I mean, there's so many bands I could talk about forever. So um, that's, yeah, good stuff, man. That was a fun question, man. Thank you for that. I do appreciate that. Uh, that is going to do it for the fan cases. So make sure you guys drop them below. I will be posting regularly every Wednesday so you guys can drop your quesos there and uh, get them answered on the show. So it is also, uh, it's almost... It's almost 5 LA time right now, so if you guys are posting after that, I'm not seeing those. Those can be added to next week. You just got to really get my attention because I'm a busy guy over here. So, um, But that is um, that is it for the show. Make sure you guys follow Ram Showcase on all your favorite social media. That would be at Ram Showcase on Instagram and Twitter, Facebook.com slash Ram Showcase. You can follow myself as well at Sheriff Joe Bags on Instagram and Twitter, Facebook.com slash Sheriff Joe Bags. We try to keep it pretty simple there. Make sure you guys enjoy the heck out of this game this weekend. We made it. We are here. We are in week one. We got the Chicago Bears at the LA Rams this Sunday. SoFi Stadium, Sunday Night Football on NBC. Can't wait for it. Let's see if you guys can beat me in the Rams Pick'em. Uh, my name on there, Sheriff Joe Bags. if you guys want to check it out. Yeah, that's some good stuff there, but that is going to do it for me. I am Sheriff Joe Bags. This has been Rams Showcase on Sports World Radio. For those of you who aren't Rams fans, our thoughts and prayers are with you. For those of you who are Rams fans, thank you guys so much for listening, and you guys have a great night.